Welcome to Equosity, the podcast about all things equine with a special emphasis on the horse-human bond. My name is Alexandra Kurland. I'm the author of The Click That Teaches, a step-by-step guide in pictures, and many other books and DVDs on clicker training. And I'm joined by Dominique Day, one of the co-founders of Cavalia. Last week, we were talking about the new revised edition of my book, The Click That Teaches, a step-by-step guide in pictures. That book was published originally in 2003. And last year, when I knew that I had to reprint the book, I decided that instead of just reprinting the current edition, I was going to update it, revise it, and and essentially rewrite the entire book. It took me a year to finish that project. And as I'm recording this, the book is just finishing up at the printer. It's due to be shipped to me any day now, which is really exciting. There's nothing more exciting than opening up that first carton of books and looking at this is this is what you've been creating. This is the book that you've been writing. It's a very exciting moment. And everybody who's written books knows exactly what I'm talking about. Because they are podcasts, videos, they do not compare to the amount of work that goes into the writing of a book or even the rewriting of a book. Anyway, Dominique and I were using the publication of the step-by-step book to talk about some of the changes we've seen in the clicker training world. And I interrupted our conversation midway through. Dominique had just asked me again about some of the changes I've been seeing. And our conversation moved on to talk about a really major topic that's becoming increasingly important and clear to us, and that's errorless learning. So we're going to pick up again where we left off. So as you were writing the book, um, I mean, if you felt like every page there was something to some new nuances, do you feel that a lot has changed in the community, in the clicker training community uh, in the past um, 15, 20 years? Does it seem like a lot that it's evolving very uh, rapidly or what's your I don't take? know that I'd say a lot has changed necessarily. It's just that I've got a lot more, there are a lot more details. I guess that's really what I'm trying to describe in what I was just saying is there, there are a lot more training details. So you know, we know we've seen more of the steps and the horses have revealed, well, this detail matters to me and this detail matters to me. And if you pay attention to this little detail, it makes it so much clearer. So that was one of the pieces. There are, We're just more aware, because the horses have shown us, of a lot of the details that just make the work easier. And then the other thing is, it's not so much that something has changed necessarily, It's just that over the years of trying to explain things to people, I've come up with lots of different metaphors, different ways of saying the same thing. And so when I was reading through the text, it wasn't necessarily that what I was seeing I didn't like or I thought was wrong. It's just, well, I like this way of talking about it better because 
it's the way I talk about it now. I'm more familiar with this way of describing it because this is the metaphor that I'm using today versus the one that I used last year or the year before or 15 years ago. And if you ask me for a specific example, please don't because I'm not sure I could conjure one. No, but you know as you're writing the book because you may, in your original book, there are things that you wrote because it was you. It was the way you saw things. Of course, you know, you were... Uh, feeding from all the science that and the literature and what people were saying at the time, but you wrote things your way. And now, 20 years later, there must be differences, not necessarily in your book, because you may have been at a slightly different place, or but you must have seen changes even outside of your book over those 20 years, you know, like beliefs, things like, um, we used to say things like, well, we learn from our mistakes. And you know, the whole extinction process, which we discussed earlier right, in the, today, right. was part of the learning process. You know, it was just how it, it just happened. It was part of it. You would try to minimize it, but it, it was part of it. Now we're talking about errorless learning. It's, it's a different, you know, it's a different way of looking at things, but it's very important. It's a very important um, difference. You, you, know what, so, you know what you've just yeah, given ahead. me, which is the perfect segue into announcing that we're going to do uh, our science camp again this year. Yeah, I saw you were doing it at your place. Yeah, we're going to have science camp May 12 through 16. It's going to be at the Clicker Center, my home barn. So that's in upstate New York. Jesus is going to be there. So that's Dr. Jesus, Rizal Ruiz, Mary Hunter. And we're, we're doing it again because last year we did science camp in Italy. And it was, it was phenomenal. It was just everything that I hoped and then some that the whole camping experience really lent itself to this very relaxed, in-depth, people really, we really did discuss things. We didn't just listen to lectures, but we, we indulged in discussions. And, and the, the schedule could be really flexible. And so I could, and I was, I was in charge of the schedule. You know, I could turn Mary and Jesus loose and say, you need more time, you've got more time. And Mary did a phenomenal, just phenomenal full day on airless learning. And then the following day, Jesus followed that up with his work on the stimulus control. And this, I will tell you, is sitting right at the leading edge of modern training. And yeah. we couldn't we couldn't just leave it. Well, that was a nice experience for the this small group of people who got to sit in on this. We said we we have to do this again. So we're crossing the Atlantic. We're doing it at the Clicker Center barn. We're camping out again. So we're camping out at the barn, and and Michaela Hempen is joining us. So she's going to be sharing with us her research that she's been doing on cribbing. And as a really just phenomenal treat, 
the Feldenkrais practitioner that Michaela works with, Natalie von Kommenberg, and I, I, I hope I'm not doing a horrendous injustice to her last name, but she is a phenomenal, phenomenal Feldenkrais practitioner. I loved the sessions we've done with her. She's, she's come twice now to events that we've done in Italy. And last year, oh, the sessions she did were just unbelievable. We would finish the sessions and I remember one of them, I stood up and I thought, I've never, never felt like this. I've never stood like this. Everything felt absolutely effortless and easy. Movement felt so easy. I could have run to the top of the mountain. It just felt so easy to move. It was phenomenal. So she's going to be joining so us. So give us a, a little taste of what Mary's going to discuss. On Mary's going to be learning. doing uh, her the work on errorless learning again and she'll be doing the leading so we're, we're also going to be doing portal uh games so we'll break up into small groups and mary last year set so portable is the portable operant research and teaching lab and mary set challenges for each group but the the point with the errorless learning is it's not about you never make mistakes because but it's it's that you design your teaching so that you are you're looking at what are all the underlying components that you need before you tackle the 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 end the goal behavior so what is it that i need what are the underlying components and for each component what do i need to be teaching and how do you develop that skill of becoming a good designer of how you're going to teach things? How well, part you're going of it is you do it by you do it by doing doing it, it learning how. <laughs> so with the portal, I mean, one of the reasons for it there's a, mm. a great um, one. There's a great video that Mary has put up on the internet on teaching conditional chains. That's just brilliant. It's a portal video and it's this complex thing where the end behavior is you present a cue the cue is to roll a dice the learner sees the cue picks up a dice that's on the table rolls the dice and then depending upon what number they roll they push the dice in a particular direction so if they if they roll a one they push the dice towards the left. If they roll a six, they push it towards the right. If they roll a three, they push it down. If they roll a two, they push it up, something like that. Well, when you see the end result, it's just like, wow, how would you ever train that? And if if I said to you, Dominique, all right, this is your portal challenge. You're going to go teach this. Well, the first time that you tried to teach it to somebody, it might be a bit of a mess. That's right. But you'd figure you'd figure some things out. You'd you'd work out, well this this part this part I can do pretty cleanly, but this was confusing to this person. So let me go think about this a bit more and get and and redo my lesson. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to test my lesson with another new learner. 
oh, well, now it's better, but this piece was a little unclear. So now I'm going to go work on that part of the procedure. And by the time you have done several iterations of this, you will have a teaching process that now you can take to one individual after another individual after another individual, and it will be really quite clean. You will know how to teach that conditional chain. Not because the first time out of the box you got it right, but because you figured out, well, I need to teach this component. And how do I teach? I need this component. I need this component. I need this other component. You begin to see the, the, the pieces of a more complex behavior and you learn how to teach them. So that's what we mm -hmm. did. That's what we did last year is Mary set a challenge for each of the groups and then they worked out what are the components that, and often these were chains, and what are the components that we need to teach it? Well, this year we're going to add something really fun to it in that we're going what? to set some challenges that will work out in portal of how you might go about teaching it. And then we're going to go out and see how those procedures work when they're when your learner is one of the goats. So we have the cashmere mm. goats who are just darling and ever so much fun to play with. And so we're going to be taking it from the portal into the practical application. So whether you are a dog person or a horse person, you know, the goats will take you probably a little bit out of your comfort zone, but they'll also, for the dog people, you'll be working with something that's sort of the size that you're familiar with. And for the horse people, you're working with a herbivore that's little familiar to what you you're you're used to working with and they're certainly they are eager learners so I think they they will enjoy all of the attention so we're going to have that and then of course because we're camping it's going to be just from morning till night and we have one of the the regulars at the Half Moon Bay clinics that I do out in California she is a professional chef and she's going to come out and cook for us so we're going to eat well. Very important. Yeah. So it's go it's going to be great fun. And if anyone is interested, they can go to my website, theclickercenter.com, to get to read more about it. So thank you for for that I I for that little segue into the the clinic announcement or the camp announcement. So so that's but it's a it's an it's a good example because you know we've always since. We've always learned that it's important not to lump and to uh, divide things into small steps, but it's like this, you know, the airless learning, it's pushing it, it's expanding yes. on it, it's looking at it um, in a richer way. Yes, it is. And I feel that's what's happening. What's happened in the past 20 years is that everything has become richer with more knowledge, more nuances. It's more, in a way, you know, it's more, a little bit more complex than maybe we thought it was in the beginning, but it's working better because we have all these new nuances. I loved what Jesus said last year at, at our summer camp. He said, you know, 
it was all there. It was there with the poison cue. Mm. It was it was there in front of us mm. when we did the poison cue work. Cause it, and he was referring to the, the airless learning, the stimulus control, the loopy training. So it was all there. It just took us 20 years mm. to see it. Right, and right. I think that's, so that's, you know, those are the changes. We've been, I think what has been happening over the last 15 years, 20 years, however long people have been at it, is we're just, we've been collecting a lot of data. <clears throat> we've been seeing how our, we've been listening to our, our learners, whatever species you work with. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing the connections. We're seeing more of the connections. Mm. And the pieces of the puzzle are just falling into place. And as they fall into place, we see that the puzzle is more beautiful than we ever imagined that it could be. And you know what? I think that's a great place to end. Yeah, that's yeah. a great place to end for the day. It never does end. There's always more. But that's a great place to stop for today. So, well, I can't wait to yeah, see that book yeah. come out because I know how how hard you worked all year on this. Um, you know, for every uh, since the beginning of the year, you know, every time we were scheduling our podcast recordings, and you had to work around all of that work. Um, so I know that you've been really working hard. On books this. are books are a huge oh. undertaking, and so you can order it through my website, theclickercenter.com, um, and enjoy, enjoy. You can order the step-by-step -step book through my website, theclickercenter.com. While you're there, check out the May Science Camp and all the other conferences and clinics that I'll be doing in 2020. And now, all that's left to say on behalf of Dominique and myself is have a very happy holiday season. <laughs>